0: Hey guys, welcome into Set Me Free um, with Shane Brucher. Thank you for choosing me to be your voice of encouragement. And so I've been on a study lately of of reading through the New Testament chapter by chapter, verse by verse, and kind of getting a bigger picture of of God's Word and uh, what it's trying to say to us, some of the history of it. Um, We did the book of Acts, the early church history, um, just really cool to, to see God's Word um, on a larger spectrum. I do believe in reading large portions of Scripture before drawing any type of uh, conclusion or, or idea. Um, but we are in 1 Corinthians, and we're going to read chapter 12. Um, so, this book of 1 Corinthians, getting in chapter 12 and 14... Um, we're going to dive into some of the spiritual gifts. Um, the Bible is going to give us clear instruction on some things. But I do want to say before we get into this, that I fully believe this is one of the areas that many people um, fall into an area of deception about. Because um, it's very simple. God's word is simple. It interprets itself all we have to do is read it, let it say what it's trying to say. And we do not always understand it all. We don't have to try to make something happen, uh, so to speak. So I'm going to get in and I'm going to start reading 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your question about the special abilities the Spirit gives us, I don't want you to misunderstand this. See right there, verse 1, Paul gives them instruction not to misunderstand this, which many do. So let's, let's travel through this carefully. Verse two, you know that when you were still pagans, you were led astray and swept along in worship of speechless idols. So I want you to know that no one speaking by the spirit of God will curse Jesus. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Verse 4, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. Verse 6, God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. Um, so we see right there, Paul is painting a picture um, Of differences, there, there, you know, there's not one written way uh, that that is the way. See, we we have to be very open. Your mind has to be open. Your way is not always the way, you know. So this is one area in my own life I struggle with this. I I struggle very bad because I see people and I have an idea of who they should be, um, how they should be doing things, things they should say, things the way they should think. Um, even with my, my parenting and my children, um, sometimes if I'm not really guarding these things, they can become destructive. So I want to caution you in Christianity. Don't think that your way is the only way because Paul is clearly saying there are different kinds of service and we all serve the same Lord, but it doesn't always look the same. um, Verse 7, a spiritual gift is given to each one of us so we can help each other. Okay, verse 7 is, is we find the, the purpose of the gifts given to us individually. Um, the, the sole reason that you have any type of ability or gifting whatsoever is so that we can help other people. So we see that our gifts are for others. Um, verse 8, to one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice to another. Um, which is, you know, it's to give wise advice is the gift of to be able to counsel, to be able to see, um, you know, different sides and angles of things. I personally have the gift to counsel, um, hence that I am a counselor. Um, but, you know, that takes a very... Uh, Self-aware awareness, um, being able to see my own faults and flaws and my weaknesses, and um, being vulnerable with myself, and in working through some of the experiences and things I've had in my life, and being able to coach other people, and of course, God's word is the most important um, thing that influences everything I, I think, I say, I do. Um, it's all governed by the by the word of God. So the next gift is. A message of special knowledge. The Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. Um, and that could be uh, where to go, what to do. Um, you know, that could be very practical. You know, you need to get a job. That's that's a word of knowledge. Um, you know, so, I w- you know, it doesn't... If I just want to say, if it's weird, it's weird. Don't make God's Word, God's gifts... Weird. Don't corrupt what God gives you, please. I'm asking you for the sake of the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ, don't make these things weird. Leave it simple. Um, Verse 9 the same spirit gives great faith to another, and to someone else, the spirit gives the gift of healing. So, first, let's talk about great faith. Great faith. What is great faith? Great faith is the ability to be able to believe. And you can believe for materialistic things. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying uh, for a bunch of money and, you know, but I think it's good to have goals. And I think it's, you know, I, I work with people in recovery and a lot of times people in recovery, they don't have anything. So, you know, when they start to get sober and they start to, you know, whether it's get a vehicle or whatever, that feels good because it's a, there's a sense of accomplishment that, that comes, you know, from attaining things, um, you know, but but it takes faith to be able to do that. Um, so, and then it says the the spirit gives the gift of healing, um, you know. When, when you think of healing, what what does healing have to do with you know? Uh, obviously, a, a nurse, she has a gift of healing because she she binds up the wounds of people who, whether they're in car accidents or whatever. Doctors have the gift of healing. Um, nutritionists even have the gift of healing, you know, in the area of our diet. And, you know, there's people that, that are really wise that know, you know, healthy natural remedies for sickness and all kinds of stuff. You know, those are all gifts of healing. Um, And I also, I want to uh, give another caution here that, you know, there are a lot of people who are looking for an instantaneous Wham bam right now type of healing, and I want to caution against that because a true believer accepts difficulty, accepts challenge, accepts you know that that things in this life are not gonna be always comfort. You know, so be careful if you notice people who are always trying to remove things uh, from people's lives that can help promote development. Um, trust in God. You know, I I I know personally. Um, uh, since I've I've gotten born again, you know, I've I've went through a few uh, bouts of sickness, and I know if in those moments of sickness, I really trusted God. It, it, that sickness brought me to Him, um, and you know, God uses all those things. So so be careful of those people who are always trying to remove anything that that's bringing their life discomfort, because that they're. They're they're falling into a level of deception. So let's understand God's word. Verse 10. He gives one person the, the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. So miracles, when we think of miracles, there there are so many miracles that happen right in front of our face every single day. Um, you know, and we always, like I said, people are looking for the big, whoa, wow, spectacular types of things, but doesn't just having food for the week is is truly a miracle? You know, there are so many miracles that happen right in front of our face. Um, You know, I could think of so many that are related to my children, my own life. Um, Just so many miracles have taken place that that I was a witness of or a part of. Um, And another, the ability to prophesy. So when it comes to prophesy... Prophesy is God's Word is the prophecy, okay? So when someone prophesies, that means that they're interpreting or teaching God's Word. Um, they are speaking God's Word, whether that be in a public manner, um, a one-on-one session. The prophesy is very simple to understand. It's just the teaching of God's Word. I am prophesying right now, Um when I speak God's word. Now, my words are empty. They're hollow. I try to maybe bring a little bit more understanding. But listen, my words don't mean anything. Only God's word is the truth. Um, so it goes on to say, He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a spirit is uh, is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. Um, and that's being able to discern. Um, and a lot of times, this is very important in today 's day and age because there are so many Christians who are weirdos they they just pervert god 's word, they use it to their own gain, they try to use it to make make just selfish gain, comfort, all these you know flesh filling desires um, and sadly they 're just misguided. they fall into an area of deception. And their heart is no longer sincere with God, so God allows them to be drawn away by these seducing spirits. Um, and it's really a shame. You see this happen quite often, um, but I want to, you know, say that you know the 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 gift to discern um, is is important, and don't ever second guess it. You know, feelings and emotions, if you feel a certain way about a situation, there's a reason why you feel that way. So be sensitive to that. Um, Going on, still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages. Okay, so this is, obviously, I speak the language of English. Okay, but there are many people who can speak English, Spanish, Russian, Um, Chinese, Aramaic, Greek, okay? That's a gift to be able to speak in different languages. Um, I do not have that gift. And then there says there's another gift where someone has the ability to interpret what's being said. Um, Obviously, we know these as interpreters. Um, If I were to go preach in, say, Russia and I was speaking in English, I would need somebody there who was able to interpret what I was saying from English to Russian. It's that simple, guys. So, um, you know, God gives us all these gifts, all kinds of different gifts. There's more than what's even listed. It is the one and the only Spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. So we see who is the author of the gifts. We found the purpose early on in the chapter of the gifts, which was for other people. And verse 11 tells us the author of the gifts, where do they come from? They come from the Spirit of God. So if you run into people who are trying to tell you, I have a word from God, or I have a gift from God, I'm going to give you a gift. Listen to me. It does not work that way. You are born gifted. You are born with the ability to make this world beautiful in a special way. You have something that no one else in this entire universe has. And that is what makes you so special, so unique, so useful, so effective um, in God's you know, work. It's beautiful, guys, that so many... Things are happening in so many different ways, and it's all God. It's all the same Spirit. If you believe in Jesus Christ, it says the Bible says that the Spirit is working in our lives. Um, In verse 12, Paul's going to give us an awesome illustration of this. We'll, we'll, We'll look at this. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free, but we all have been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. That is a very powerful passage of scripture because it promotes unity. I love that it brings us all together as a big family, a big family of, of Christ in you know, so so be very careful that you're not causing division. Division, um, tearing apart. Make sure you are bringing uniting. That is the spirit of Christ. It unites. It does not divide. Verse fourteen. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, "I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand," that does not make it any less part of the body. If the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I'm an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if the whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem the weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. Um, That makes me think of like our fingers and toes, you know, for balance. They say without our toes, we couldn't even balance. You know, and imagine our arms without our fingers, how useful our fingers are, you know. So we're all, that's why I say you are so important. If you feel like you're not important or you feel like you're you're less than somebody else, let me remind you right now from Scripture. It says that you are very special and you serve a part that no one else can serve. I mean, this is beautiful. This is the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, he invites us to be part of this family. Um, verse 22, in fact, some parts of the body, I, I read that. Sorry, verse 23, in the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen. While there were more honorable parts, do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony Among the members, so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are honored. Verse 27 All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you are part of it. Here are some of the parts God has appointed for the church first, the apostles, second, are the prophets, third, are the teachers, then, those who do miracles. Then those who have the gift of healing, those who can help others, those who have the gift of leadership, those who speak in the unknown language, are we all apostles? Are we all prophets? Are we all teachers? Do we all have the power of miracles? Do we all have the gift of healing? Do we all have the ability to speak in unknown languages? Do we all have the ability to interpret unknown languages? Paul says, of course not. No, we don't. So you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts. But now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. So that wraps up chapter number 12. And basically Paul summarizes at the end that we don't all have every gift, okay? So we can't do it all. We're not a one-person solve-all issue. That is why we need each other, guys. We desperately need social connection, um, community. It is very, very, very important. And if you find yourself in a place where you are lonely, isolated, and you've withdrawn yourself, I want to encourage you to find some community, godly community, Christ-centered community to to link up with, serve with, be it, put yourself around them. Um, And I promise you, it may start off weird and different. I struggle with putting myself in new situations and surroundings at times. But as time goes on, guys, listen, we form relationships. You get comfortable over time, and and God will help settle you in. He'll direct your life. He will lead you along streams, um, quiet, peaceful streams. So God wants us to have that healthy connection with each other. Um, But I want to point out, we're going to close here. I want to point out one very important passage of Scripture, but I'm not going to get into it. So verse 12, Paul answered the question. They wrote Paul a letter asking the questions about the spiritual gifts. So this whole chapter summarized, Paul gave a summarize of all the gifts. The gifts are given from who? The Holy Spirit. Why are they given? They are given to help other people. Okay, so all the gifts you have, maybe you don't even know what gift you have. I want to encourage you to take a season of your life to get out a Bible. It's this easy, guys. Take six months or a year, read the Bible, pray and ask God to reveal what he made you to do. What are you good at? Ask him those things. He'll tell you, he'll teach you, he'll show you them. Um, and you'll discover you through different practical tools or, you know, different things. God will bring resources into your life, people into your life. He'll help reveal the gifts that he gave you. Okay. But there is one gift that is the greatest gift of all. And that's going to be the next chapter. Um, so most importantly, than any of our gifts, our abilities, our talents, um, first Corinthians chapter 13 is the single most important gift. And I look forward to bringing that, uh, to you really soon. And thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I just pray you be encouraged, continue to look to Christ and continue to be connected with other believers. God bless you and have a great day.